What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So yesterday was a good one. It was a good one. Uh, it was Jackie Robinson Day. I didn't even know. It snuck up on me. Uh, um, it's interesting. I didn't know that they were going to um, reschedule it this year because, you know, it's usually in April, you know, first few weeks of the season, come in, and then you have Jackie Robinson Day. But it's, it's cool that they, they rescheduled this year so we don't miss that. Uh, it's always cool to see that on uh, that one day. I think it makes it pretty special. Uh, you know, it, it's the little things, little things like this. You know, Jackie Robinson is is obviously an American hero, uh, a legend, and uh, having that one day where you honor him always is pretty cool to watch. Everyone wear the 42, besides Mariano Rivera. Uh, for those who remember, Mariano actually wore the number 42, like legitimately he was the last player to still have that number. But with that being said, the White Sox are in first place, ladies and gentlemen. The White Sox are in first place. We've been talking about them a lot, talking about how their rebuild is over, how you know all those pieces that they had in their farm system are now paying dividends at the big league level. It's true. It was the free agent acquisition, Yasmani Grandal, last night, who hit the walk-off home run off of Ian Kennedy to give the White Sox a 6-5 victory over the Royals. But... That gives them first place position in the AL Central. That's first place, ladies and gentlemen. No matter how you want to slice it, they are in in great control of a playoff position. Not only that, they are in first place in their division. That's exciting. The Red Sox are 10-1 and in their last 11 games. They've won eight straight at home. They've went 9-0 and against left-handed starters this year. So... This is a team that has offense. They have bats. You know, we saw them hit a walk-off homer yesterday. That's what they do. They hit home runs. And then we saw Lucas Giolito throw a no-hitter earlier this week. They can pitch a little bit too. Extremely, extremely remarkable uh, what we're seeing from the Chicago White Sox. So shout out to them. Let's go to Subway Series. Subway Series, Yankees-Mets in the Bronx yesterday. Um, so that was an interesting one yesterday. Um, it was a doubleheader last night, you know, two seven-inning games, but not a normal doubleheader. Not not the normal doubleheader because the Mets were the designated home team in this doubleheader at Yankee Stadium. Um, you know, these games were, oh, actually, no, it was just game two. So game two was a game that was supposed to be played in Queens at City Field. You know, but, you know, this was a game that was rescheduled due to COVID-19. So they just bashed it together with a doubleheader. And, um, you know, the crazy thing about it is that in game two, the Mets hit a walk-off home run. Ahmed Rosario hit a walk-off home run at Yankee Stadium. So it's the first walk-off homer by a visiting team in Yankee Stadium history. Um, obviously, obviously, right? That's It's a historic hit for sure. Um yeah, hit a walk-off home run in a, in, a, in a visiting ballpark, an opposing ballpark, whatever you want to call it. But the Mets won both games with a doubleheader. The Yankees are reeling, folks. The Yankees are reeling a little bit. Um, so game one, the Mets won 6-4. to four. Game two, the Mets won by a score of 4-3. to three. Uh, You know, so it's it's been – it was a Dominic Smith show um, kind of all day long. You know, he homered in game one and two hits in game two. Pete Alonso also homered in game one. Game two, like I said, Rosario hit that walk-off bomb, and then Brandon Nimmo, two-run double. Uh, 
right now, the Yankees are reeling from all those injuries. I did mention, you know, uh, not that it matters that I'm the one who mentioned it because it's kind of obvious. So we saw the Yankees play really well last year, even after dealing with a historic rash of injuries. Coming into this year, my my contention was that I didn't think the Yankees would be able to repeat that. You know, when we were back in March, before COVID was really, you know, breaking out and was threatening the season, before that happened, I was saying that, you know, I don't think the Yankees are going to do very well this year because they still had all those injuries. You know, uh, Judge was still sh- uh, shelved. They still had Stan on the sideline. They still had uh, Paxton on the sideline, et cetera, et cetera. I was like, they're not going to catch lightning in a bottle twice. And obviously, you know, the season was postponed and everything. But at this point in time, we're still seeing the Yankees dealing with a rash of injuries. You have Aaron Judge, who just placed back on the IL. You have Stanton, who's been on the shelf. I mean, obviously, those are the, the two main guys. But if you look at the lineup last night, there were a bunch of guys in there that were not on their opening day um in their opening day starting lineup. Obviously, you know, DJ LeMay, who's been on the shelf as well. Right now, the, the person who's leading the show is Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt is, is, is I believe he's leading all of baseball and way to runs created plus. Uh, he's just been mashing all year long. And um, great to see. Because I've always been a Luke Voigt fan ever since he came over to, to the Yankees. I, I thought that this was definitely a, a hitter that people never really appreciated because you know, he's with the Cardinals. He had... Pretty good numbers, especially against like lefties and stuff like that. But he's definitely blossomed into to something even better uh, with the New York Yankees. But yeah, he's leading. He's leading in some offensive categories, slugging percentage, I believe. Man, he's actually leading off, uh, taking his his big bat right to the top of the lineup. They could use that um, offense. The Yankees like to jumpstart their offense without getting cute with it. That's what they were doing. But uh, in Game One of the doubleheader. Voight had three hits, actually, and led the way um, offensively for the Yankees, but that wasn't enough. Uh, he was three for four with two runs scored, but that wasn't enough. So thought I would mention that. So, yeah, Ahmed Rosario gives the Mets a walk-off home run in the bottom of the seventh. Off of a roll is Chapman. Takes a slider um, over the heart of the plate, two-run home run in the left field. So, yeah, like I said, Yesterday was Jackie Robinson Day, 42s everywhere. Um, some players spoke out about this, what it means to them. Uh, I think we already know what it means to all these players. Uh, nobody really takes wearing 42 lightly. Um, uh, next on the agenda, another... Okay, so a couple trades yesterday. The White Sox acquired Gerard Dyson from the Pirates. Um, they, they, they just sent over some international pool money and that was enough $243,000 in international pool money that was enough to get the speedy outfielder um that was really it seems like the pirates didn't need have have much of a need for draw dyson anymore and then tommy la stella this is this what caught me by surprise the angels traded tommy la stella to a division rival they t- traded him to the oakland a's in exchange for franklin barreto to me when i saw this i was like the angels are cashing in on Tommy LaStella right now, a guy whose value is is as high it'll, as it'll ever be in his career. He's 31. Um, but I don't know why they didn't aim higher than Franklin Barreto. Um, Barreto just hasn't really, I mean, he hasn't really been given an opportunity at the major league level because he's been blocked by, you know, a lot of other infielders. 
But I, I do think that Tommy LaStella's value could have yielded maybe at least one more piece. I don't know. But um, LaStella was an all-star last year, had that pretty bad injury where he, he broke his leg. And then um, he's back this year actually playing pretty darn well. He's, he's back strong this year. But I guess this, it's now or never if you want to cash in on, on him if you're the Angels. And the Angels are pretty stagnant, so they need to do something and, and go younger or else they'll basically lose the Stella when he, you know, inevitably deteriorates due to age or something. So that's that's what they've chosen to do. So um, Oakland is getting a, a second baseman who can play right now because Oakland is contending. That's exactly what Tommy LaStella is going to do. He's going to slide right into their lineup. But Franklin Barreto... You know, being so young, being 24 years old, okay. You know, he he's a bit more of a project, a second baseman that the Angels can hope to groom and, and see what he can do over the long term. Other trades, other trades. Yeah, those two trades are the main ones. Um, I think those are the main ones that we really need to talk about. Um, the Phillies walked off, walked it off yesterday. Uh, thanks to three-run homer off the bat of Scott Kingry. They defeated the Atlanta Braves yesterday by a score of 7-4 in Philadelphia. Uh, you got a two-run homer from Kutch as well. Um, yeah, nice win for the Phillies in the city of brotherly love. Zach Gowan, he threw a gem to end the D-backs eight-game losing streak. Um, you know, Zach Gowan's been good. It's, it's only been 22 starts in his career. And he's yet to give up more than three earned runs in any of them. I don't know why anybody isn't talking about this kid. He just broke the record for the most consecutive starts without giving up more than three earned runs. I mean, seven innings of one-run ball yesterday. No one talks about this kid, but um, he's very under the radar. And I I've had my eye on him ever since he did come up with the Marlins last year. He came up with the Marlins, was traded for some very strange reason. Um, I guess the Marlins actually traded to get Jazz Chisholm, who's a very good prospect. So, But... Gallon has been very good ever since he's come to the big leagues. Just no one ever talks about him. So I'm going to talk about him right now. Andrew Haney punched out 10 as the Angels defeated the Mariners uh, yesterday by a score of 3-2. Home run from Mike Trout. RBI double from Albert Pujols. You know, 7 and 2 thirds for Andrew Haney yesterday. Just looking really good. Looking really darn good. The Rays tossed the shutout yesterday uh, against the... Marlins and yeah they were led by Ryan Yarbrough his best start of the year he went six and two-thirds shutout innings he was getting by on his fastball somehow which is only clocking in the high 90s but that's all he needed so that'll be our roundup for today a little recap of Jackie Robinson day oh and and um I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that yesterday was Jackie Robinson day it was also a day where Chadwick Boseman passed away. Chadwick Boseman, you know, the great American actor, he also played Jackie Robinson in the movie 42. And yeah, so condolences to his family. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, a great American actor, he was, he was battling cancer. And um, yeah, so in remembrance of Chadwick Boseman. It's a, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.